Westplex 107.1. Shelly wants you to have it all. I want you to have none of it. Simple as that. Nothing but the best. I hear your dog barking. I told you dogs aren't allowed in the studio. <laughs> My dog is actually not feeling well. We're going to have to either take him to the hospital or the doctor today. What's wrong with him? He can't walk. He can't walk? No. Did he have too much to drink last night? He did. He did. He was a little lush puppy. How old is he? Three or four. I don't know. We adopted him. Oh, he's a youngster. I thought he was older than that, no? I'm sorry? I, he's a youngster. I thought he was older than that. No, he's just big. He's 164 pounds of fluff. Well, I weigh twice as much as he does. <laughs> he's, he's actually coming up to me. You know, and I mean, that dog means business. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt that. Uh, weather today, uh, going to be a nice day. Matter of fact, it's nice out there already. 50 degrees, heading for a high of 56. Uh, roads are wet out there this morning, so be careful. Uh, it's not supposed to rain again till about uh, 10 o'clock, although it may be sprinkling in some areas right now. And it's supposed to have rain essentially from uh, mid-morning all the way till about uh, 4 o'clock this afternoon. Guess what time sunrise is? It gets worse every day. Uh. 5.59. No, sunrise, 7.05. So we've got another about another hour before the sun comes up. And sunset oh. <laughs> is, guess... It's not, it's not light outside, is it? <laughs> no, sunset is, is, guess what? In Shelly World it is. In Shelly World, the unicorns are up. Yeah, The suns are dancing. Right. Yeah. And guess what time sunset is? It gets more depressing every day as far as sunset's concerned. Four, Probably like 4.59. No, 4.38. Ugh, yeah, you know, we're heading for that uh, magical day of December 21st when uh, it will turn around and things will get, the day will get longer. So we'll just have to wait for that. And, and when it comes, it's really significant, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, on the 22nd, uh, all of a sudden, yes. you know, it's light till 8 o'clock at night. It's not that good, that good, but you know what I'm saying. No, it's very incremental. It's very slow. What do you mean it's fast? It only it's like a couple uh, a couple minutes every day or something like that. Like for, maybe it's the mindset. I don't know. It's it, well, no, it's because of the fact that it's Christmas time and you lose track of what time is all about, and everybody's you know because things come to a halt. And you know, I tell my story about uh, about uh, driving back from uh, Pensacola, Florida. And by the way, man, that was freaky. I texted my son. Um, my son uh, lives in Pensacola and not too far from the base, and he has several friends of his that uh, that are either uh, uh, you know military employees or civilian employees at the base. And boy, there's more. Did any of them get hurt? No, 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 no. But there's more stuff coming out. I mean, this is getting to be quite honestly, this is getting to be not a good situation. I mean, there's a lot of negative stuff. And then what's really interesting is. You know, here we go again about, you know, the Second Amendment and guns and things like that. Uh, this guy was not a American citizen. He was a citizen of Saudi Arabia. Um, but there was a loophole how he bought a gun. And technically, he bought it legally, but it was illegal because if you are a foreign national in the United States, you're not allowed to buy a gun. But he had a hunting permit. And apparently in the state of Florida, the way the laws are, I don't know if this is maybe national or something like that. If you have a hunting permit from your state, you can use that as identification to get a um, purchase to purchase a weapon. So when they do the background check on you, um, the, hunting license, the hunting license isn't for people. What do you mean the hunting? Well, no, I get that. But what, what he did was he had a hunting license. And because of the fact that he had, and I don't think you, I think that's the weird part of it is that you then, see, here's what I don't understand about the whole situation, okay? 
you can't ask people, you know, the whole thing with, with the fact that you've got the West Coast cities where, you know, they won't let the ICE people, uh, you know, uh, uh, go into the jails and, and grab the illegal aliens. You know, they're not allowed to do that. Okay. And you can't ask someone about their citizenship, but things like this happen. So it's like, okay, so you can't you really ask. You can't ask somebody if they're American citizen or not? Well, but no, that's the crazy thing about it is, is that that's what's gotten very controversial in some of these states. And, and like, for example, where they have the, the, the states, I don't think Missouri is one of them, but they have the states where if you are not, an, if you are, you know, I, they don't like the, the term as they, they've gotten mad about that term, undocumented aliens. In other words, if you're from another country and you're living here in the United States, but you can't prove that you're an American citizen or living here with a green card or whatever the visa or whatever the deal is um, you can get a driver's license and the problem with that is is to think about that once you get a driver's license you know that's sort of like the gateway to practically everything because when you go to places and they ask you for your ID what do they always ask for they ask for your driver's license so if you have a driver's license it's assumed that you're a resident in the United States and you're a resident of the state that you got the driver's license. what are you doing what? what? Like it sounds like you're crunching something. I am. I'm eating breakfast. Oh, no, but, that's not true. I'm not crunching anything, Brad. What's the microphone? It's like clanking around. I don't know what you're listening to. <laughs> I'm listening to Kay Lindbergh on Camo X. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's a whole other story. Anyway, I. It, and and it's come out that that supposedly last not this past weekend but the weekend before that him and a bunch of his Saudi buddies went to the uh, um, the um, um, New York and went to the 9/11 memorial and then the thing that came out I mean this is really bizarre the thing that came out this 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 last night and we're talking about the guy that this Saudi guy that that shot up the the base in uh, Pensacola um, supposedly he had like a big black mustache okay and one of his instructors called him porn stash and called him what porn stash do you know what that means porn stash yes. i thought he was going to call him snidely whiplash no porn stash is that there's the yes, running I know joke what a porn you know, stash yeah is. if you have the big big black mustache you're like one of the porn stars from the 70s and that he got upset about that and complained and oh god the whole thing's so weird but and, he even knew what that meant I guess. I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, the, like I said, the whole thing is sad. Uh, and, and, and once again, if you if you understand, because I, I get this from my son, that there's a special place in the United States for for aviators. And Pensacola is one of them because that's the home of yes. the Blue Angels. And they have a ton of training down there. I believe, yes, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think that every single Navy aviator uh, starts their career there. That that's where you essentially, as you come in, if you become, you know, if you are lucky enough to be a, an aviator, both fixed wing and rotorcraft, so, you know, like airplanes and helicopters, um, that you start your, ter- your training there. And then if you get more advanced, you go other places around the country. And that's the, 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 the you know, the whole thing with like uh, uh, the, uh, uh, Miramar uh, NAS, although I don't believe it is an NAS anymore. Anyway, that's where, uh, if you remember the, the movie Top Gun, that's where the Top of Gun course. school was out there in Miramar. You're um, Maverick, I'm Goose. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's my cough back again. Oh, man. You know, I don't cough until I'm on the air with you. 
What the heck's my problem? I have that effect on people. <laughs> I'm telling you, you do. Their bodily functions change when they're around me. Not going to touch that line. Okay, <laughs> this is BS in the Morning. She's B, I'm S. Uh, our website is bsinthemorning.show. The station website is, is uh, westplex1071.com. Uh, if you want to listen to past uh, uh, you know, podca- podcasts, you can go to bradbs.com. If you're an Apple person, you have an Apple iPhone or a Mac or uh, uh, an iPad, if you go to podcastbs.com, it'll automatically, if you do have the, the Apple Podcast app on your phone or whatever your, your, your iOS device is, it will automatically launch. How about that? It will automatically launch the podcast. How's that? Is that cool or what? Yeah, we're we're getting you very cool, and and where are our listeners at, Brad? Where are our listeners at? Uh huh. Well, let me think. Uh, one guy is in East St. Louis, and then the second listener, well, we lost him. No, we didn't. Just tell them. <laughs> they're all over the place. They're they're. Where's they're, the farthest one? The farthest one. Yes. Uh, just west of your house. Okay, it's in Alaska, everyone. We have a listener in Alaska. Right, 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 right. And he's cold, too. And he keeps sending so, Shelly messages. So, hi, listener in Alaska. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, he keeps sending Shelly messages. Shelly, can you warm me up? No, he's like, could you bring me another block of ice, please? <laughs> we have to take a break. It's 6.15. Westplex 107.1. Yes, I like that song. One of our 90s we play. Excuse me, one of the naughties we play. I'm thinking of the wrong station. Uh, cake. Long skirt, short jacket. Is that the way it is? No, it's the other way around. Long jacket, short skirt. Get that mixed yes, up. Which that's I like exactly better. what it is. It is BS in the morning. I am B. She is S. Our website is BS in the morning. Show. Weather today. Um, some rain this morning. It'll stop for a while. I'll be back at about 10 o'clock. Uh, should be high around 56 today. You know, I, I get depressed when I read this stuff. And I don't know if you've seen this um, over the weekend. Two police officers, one in Arkansas, one in Houston, Texas. Uh, the one in Arkansas is really sick. Uh, the police officer was in his police car. I don't know if he was at the end of his shift or beginning of shift or just coming back to the uh, police uh, station. And the guy came up and literally executed him in his police car, shot him in the head. And oh, you're kidding. No, terrible thing. And uh, two other police officers were in the station, came out. Uh, the guy engaged them in, 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 in uh, gunfire. They fired back and killed him. And then the situation with the Houston officer, uh, sort of a similar situation. And, uh, you know, I don't, I, I, I'll never understand this. I mean, I, I guess maybe I'm somewhat biased. I put myself through college as a police dispatcher and, uh, you know, had many, many, many friends that I worked with, police officers. At the time, I was very young, and uh, most of these guys were, you know, probably my father's age. They were 20 to 30 years older than me. And, uh, and most of the guys when I worked with were, almost all of them were vets. Um, some of them were uh, Korean War vets. Some were Vietnam veterans. I mean, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, you get a, a group of people, I don't care what business you're in, uh, you have 20, 30 people that you work with, and uh, you've got some uh, great people and some not-so-great people, and you got some people that uh, would do anything for you and some people who are not so good about that kind of stuff. But still, you work with them, you know, you give their back, you, can, you know, you have their back, they have yours, that kind of stuff. And uh, I just don't understand and I guess it, it has to be to the point where it's like a suicide wish, because unlike the situation in Arkansas, if you show up at the police department, shoot one of the cops, kill him. I mean, you're probably not too long for this you world. You have the wrath coming down on you. Yes, you're probably not too long for this world. And I guess it's it's 
you know, unfortunately, suicide by cop kind of deal. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, You know, I I mean, you know police officers. I know police officers. Um, First off, right now, I wouldn't want their job because everybody's gun and farm. You know, I mean, you know, and, and, and nowadays... Um, you know, anything you do, there's, you know, five, six people. There's uh, scrutiny. Well, recording it, you know, on their cell phone and stuff like that. Yep. So, I don't know. Yeah. Very, very, very sad situation. And what's well, you start to see the problem, what's happened in policing is that both uh, in our area, both the city and the county, I don't know about a lot of the municipal departments, but they are short officers because they can't get enough recruits. And it's like, guess what? <laughs> well, St. Louis proper is is St. Louis City is one of the most dangerous cities in the in the nation. Yeah, and they're I think short like I think 150, 170 officers, um, and uh, they have a tough time getting uh, people to come into the into the academy. And you know, once again, it's to the point where you know not only just the the work, but you know, you're working. Most departments are working rotating shifts, uh, or even if you don't working rotating shifts, typically if you start out, you're going to work the the midnight shift. You're going to work you know whatever they work. Some of the departments have gone to uh, lengthened shifts. Um, you know, 10, 12 hour shifts where you, and just, you know, sort of like, uh, not necessarily like the paramedics, paramedics, you're like your daughter, when she was doing that, she was, she was working a 24 hour shift, wasn't she? Uh, yes. And she slept at the ambulance, uh, uh station. Oh, correct. Yes, yeah. she did. Yeah. Yeah. Still, although and she worked at firehouse six was, 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 which was actually one of the busiest stations in the nation as well. well firehouse is, was she with Robertson? Or who was she no, with? she was she was down in the city. Oh, she was she was in the city. She worked North City. Yes. Wow. I bet you she's got some stories to tell, huh? She does indeed. <laughs> Funny, <laughs> you know, and some of them are really tragic. You know, once upon a time, I lived in North City. Yeah, you did. I did. I when did in, you do that? When I was with, young, very young. I lived in North City. Lived in Jennings for a while. You know, I mean, you know, and then lived in North County. So, you know, you talk about the North side, I'm the guy, you know, <laughs> I can tell you, you know, to, to the point. Where, and, and, and you know what's sad about it is there's still so many areas of, of especially when you get into like North County that are just super nice. You drive along, Beautiful. you drive along Beautiful. Natural Bridge out there by Umsel and some of those houses along there are just incredible. And there's, yes. there's all, still some really nice areas of North County. You go way up in North County. There's subdivision. I was, you know, when I was a kid, I thought to myself, man, someday I want to grow up and buy a house in Castle Ray. You ever been in Castle Ray? I do. Yeah, beautiful area I up have. there. You know, I mean, just, you know, incredible houses. But I don't know. It's sort of crazy. I mean, and, and, and to the point where I guess the thing that, that sort of, you know, I scratch my head about is the fact that, uh, you know, once upon a time, a lot of the uh, North county to police departments were very 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 good and i don't know if they're that good anymore maybe that's what happened who knows who knows but you know what we got st charles county just facing bureaucracy well that, that's part of the problem though you know it's mm-hmm. one of those things hey we got to take a break it is bs in the morning um and uh, matter of fact if you want to check out our podcast you know what i forgot to put up friday i have to do that next couple minutes um normally i do that pretty much when we get off the air but i forgot to put up friday do you forgive me i do forgive you I think I'll go into the other studio and while these commercials are playing, and if I can do it really quickly, I'll put Friday up because Friday was great. You know, Shelly, every day she comes out with these revelations. Friday, she she talked about, no kidding, she talked about when she was in the Florida Keys and decided that she was going to never come home again. She took a vacation down there, and actually for a while, she worked at a waitress at this restaurant. I think it's called Remington's. You ever heard of this place in the Florida Keys? 
No. It's a it's a three story building, and the first story is uh, is a restaurant. Second Family restaurant, friendly. yeah. Second restaurant is a bar, and the third it's like a sun deck, but it's got it's got a partial roof over it, and but it's open it's open air and it's clothing optional. And and Shelly was a waitress there. Really, Brad? That's what you come up with. <laughs> And just for the record, I was much younger and much adorable. Or <laughs> yeah, she was, she was, she was one of the topless waitresses at the. I think it's called Remington's. I'll have to look that up. Um, my, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never been to the Florida you know, Keys. You worked there, and it's on. Oh, the, that's right. I did. I'm sorry. It's on the podcast. I did, everyone. It's on and, the podcast. Yes, but. Um, yeah, all the waitresses yeah, were topless. I, I didn't have the physique I do now. And, I was and the, uh, the, much younger. The patron's clothing is optional. So anyway, uh, 629. Boy, I'm right on top of things this morning, Arnie Westplex 107.1, 640 in the morning. BS, how, how, how long was I missing there? How long was I MIA? Oh, my gosh. It was forever. Really? A couple hours? Um, well, at least 10 minutes. Well, our, our one listener didn't call me, so I didn't know we were off the air. So I guess he's still I in bed. I was talking to you. <laughs> You were talking to the wall, I think. Uh, it is BS in the morning weather today. Um, 50 degrees right now, headed for a high of 56. Going to be a nice day. If you don't mind some rain this afternoon, some rain this morning. Streets are out there wet, so please be careful. Um, last night, did you watch Sunday Night Football? Or I guess it was no, it wasn't Sunday Night Football. It was the uh, the last game, the 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 three o'clock so I, game. It was the Chiefs. I was yes. at a party and it was on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And 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 um, uh, Tom Brady didn't look good again. People are saying, you know, I mean, keep in mind though. Right now, the New England Patriots are ten and three. It's not like they're like three and ten. They're ten and three, and uh, still doing very well in their division. But still. People are saying, like, oh, this is it for Tom Brady. He's, this is the end of his career. He's lost it because they had a really good first half of the season. Second half of the season, not so great. But, man, Kansas City looked good. Uh, you know, I miss Kansas City. We had him on this very radio station. And, unfortunately, when we switched formats and added Westplex 107.1, we had to say goodbye to the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs are a really great football organization, as opposed to what we had here in St. Louis. <laughs> First off, the Cardinals and, and then the Rams. And they really have some good followers. Oh, my God, yes. They've, they've got a great heritage in Kansas City. Uh, if you've ever been to any of the games, uh, the, you know, the, the sports complex there, they have the football stadium and the baseball stadium right side by side. The football stadium is behind the baseball stadium. Baseball stadium sits really close to Interstate 70 on the south side of 70 there as you enter the uh, Kansas City metro area. And the football stadium is just north, and they have massive parking lots and if you know anybody from kansas city who's ever been tailgating at the chiefs games they'll all talk about like oh my god it's like a life-changing experience it really is great and uh, unfortunately uh, that's how we ended up playing uh, running the uh, chiefs games on our radio station here they thought they were really going to pick up a lot of st louis fans and they have some but not as many as they thought they're sort of still, I mean, they'll never admit this publicly, but if you talk to the Chiefs people, they're sort of somewhat disappointed that a lot of the St. Louis fans didn't adopt Kansas City. So, you know, it is what it is. Did we adopt anybody? Well, it's sort of segmented. You've got a lot of people that, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, remember, you and I went to that meeting out there at Cybergs there at Dorson 270. We went in, yeah. there was that big yeah. sign on the above the, the door that said, welcome, what was it, Minnesota Vikings fans. Wasn't that what it was? That, yes, that was, was. like That's like a, a you know, a, a home bar. for. I'm going like, well, you, you know, you and I went there that day for that meeting. I'm thinking to myself, 
Minnesota Vikings? Who in St. Louis is a Vikings fan? You know, I know lots There's of people. a lot of Vikings fans. Well, I guess so, but I know a lot of people who are Dallas fans. There's a lot of Packers and, fans and LSU. Well, LSU's, it's not pro football, but uh, yeah, a lot of Packer fans, a lot of Dallas fans, a fair amount of Steeler fans. Um, you know, uh, are there any Rams fans left? Are you a Rams fan? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I wasn't a Rams fan when they were here. <laughs> That's the reaction that most people have, like, Rams fan? No way. Not me. Not going to be a Rams fan. One of those things. So anyway, sort of interesting. So I uh, have to see what happens. And you know what? I don't this – is, this is funny. I went to – yesterday morning, I had to get some parts for something I was working at. And I went to a big box hardware store, Okay. And as I'm coming out, there's the guy. Oh, no, 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 no. I know where it was. It wasn't the hardware store. It was when I bought um, <clears throat> my gift for Chris Highfill. And as I'm leaving, the guy, the guy <laughs> says to me. Priceless. Well, I won't talk about that next hour. The guy says to me, hey, you heading home to watch football? And, you know, it's the guys like, you know, one of the guys at the store. And I go, no, I'm not a football fan. What? You're not a football fan? And I go, no. And he says, he says, okay, give me your man card right now. <laughs> that was sort of oh, funny. Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> I'm going like, okay, so if I don't like football, I'm not a man. You know, so so think about it. So I'm thinking to myself, what what does that have to say for women? So if you're a if you're a, a, a woman football fan, and I know lots of women who are football fans, and you don't too. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it seems to me that, that there are more women who are football fans than ever before. Or am I just imagining that? Um, no, that's probably the case. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I had Lisa, my best friend, Lisa, my Elbeth, yeah. she was a Packers fan through and through. You could not change well, her. You know. She had everything Packers and she's like, go pack, go. And, um, we actually were able to, well, anyway, I don't want to down everybody, but she was able to watch the last Packers game, her last Packers game. Sad, sad, sad. We're going to take a break. We will be back at 645. 107.1. You know, you wonder about the name of some of these groups. Judah and the Lion. Do you understand that? I have no idea. Judah and the Lion. I don't understand the names of a lot of groups, but they sure do play play some good tunes. Yes, we play all the best. It's Westplex uh, 107.1. We are BS in the morning. She is B-I-M-S. And you can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. You know, we say stuff here. And Shelly, everything you say that Shelly says, don't believe. Everything I say, believe. Simple as that. <laughs> That's not what he told me four years ago. <laughs> and and by I've the, never forgotten by it. By the way, I have made... I'm like, did that really happen? Oh my gosh, are you okay? He's like, Shelly, don't believe everything I say on the air. I'm, I'm making an announcement right now. I have, I have decided that I'm going to legally change my name. To what? Brandina? Gabrielle. To Gabrielle, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you've had a fixation with that name for what thirty something years. <laughs> My daughter, is, <laughs> I wanted to name her Gabrielle, and uh, I fought with uh, my wife at the time, um, and uh, we named her Amanda. And uh, I, you know, nothing against the name Amanda. I know there's a lot, a lot of Amandas out there, but that's the problem. There's a gazillion Mandas out there. And I remember one year, I guess it was when she was still in high school, or maybe she was in college, and she got she was got an award. She's a smart gal. She takes after her mother, and um, she has some academic award. And there was a bunch of you know people who got awards, and I sat there and counted that she was one of eight Amandas. 
So afterwards, she comes up to me, hey, congratulations, hey, congratulations. I go, you know, I've just taken a little poll here that uh, there were uh, eight Amandas and no Gabrielles. And she looks at me with this, you know, very stern look, and she says, I would rather be one of eight Amandas than to be the only Gabrielle here. I was always the only Shelly. Well, but, you know, I, I, but to me, Gabrielle is such a beautiful name. But see, the reason I'm going to change my name and to Shelley's Gabrielle. Not. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I know Shelly to me is like, you know, like it's, uh, you know, like a gangster name. You know what I mean? I was hey, named after my father. We're going to go down and we're going to we're going to tell those guys that, uh, you know what, we don't like what they're doing. And we're going to give them a talking to. Hey, Shelly, you know, you got the guns. Yeah, I got the guns. OK, we're going to go talk to those guys. <laughs> That's 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 Shelly. You're so funny. Well, you know, I could have come back as because I could have lived in that in that um, time frame. Yeah. Well, so so. Oh, I'm sorry. It's back to you. No, I I get it. But but uh, I I, don't you think Gabrielle's a pretty name? I think it's beautiful. And you don't. And there's I was going to name my daughter Candace. Well, yeah, and she'd be Candy Bar right now. That'd be right. Okay, but I know, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> but the, the the thing about Gabrielle is, it's very. I mean, it's. I mean, do you know anybody named Gabrielle? Your assistant. Well, her. But I mean, b- besides that, and see, I always thought, you know, I mean, you have all these names that become, you know, super popular, and everybody's named, and and to the point where the one thing is, even though you know, Brad is not a real common name. I went to school. Matter of fact, it was funny. I was in, I, I played in the band, and I played trombone, and and in one in one uh, year, you know, because some of these were underclassmates of mine. In one year, we had three guys in the trombone section, and all three of us were named Brad, which was weird. <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, how did that happen? You know, I mean, and we were the only three three Brads in the entire band. So, you know, anyway, but uh, uh, I, I thought, I, you know, I'm going to go change my name, Gabrielle. Well, what are you, what are you all I know doing? is that I never actually knew a Shelly growing up until I moved into my neighborhood. Yeah. That we lived for 27 years. Right. There's five Shelleys. Wow. Well, 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 and two well. of them are real Shelleys. Five Shelleys, no waiting, right? Hey, we're going to take a break. 6.59. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be, we'll be back. Westplex 107.1. Yes, we play some music. We just, uh, last hour, we played Judah the Lion, and now we play Portugal the Man. <laughs> I'd be scratching my head. Yeah, uh, but we do it just for kicks. Yeah, just for kicks. It is BS in the Morning. She is Brad. I'm Shelly. BSintheMorning.show is our website. Lots of stuff going on. Um, last week, on Friday, I interviewed Chris Heifel, the lead yes, pastor at friend. Grace River Church. And... I can't remember if he said it. Did he say it on the air where I told him I said, uh, or, or maybe I talked about him off the air. I can't remember. But anyway, I said to him, I said, Chris, what would happen if I showed up to your grand opening um, sermon on Sunday? This was Friday. And he said, I would pee in my pants. Did he say that on the air? Or, or, I can't remember. Did he say I can't th- remember. I don't remember him saying that, but oh, we'll do. have to check the podcast. Okay. He, he definitely said, no, well, you know what? No, I know where he said that. He said that when we were at that uh, deal, what was that, Wednesday night at the um, at the um, um, uh, EDC where the oh, uh, politician yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah. And I and And I said to him, I said, hey, I'm going to come to your, your grand opening of your uh, new, the new location, Grace River Church, on Sunday. And he goes, if you do, I will pee in my pants. So yesterday morning... So, uh, I got in up early. Brad's world. What did you do, Brad? I went to the store and I bought those adult diapers, big bag of them, 
four, I think 12 or 18 diapers in a package. And I showed up at the new Grace River Church yesterday, and I presented them to Chris Highfield. <laughs> he actually told me you did that, and I just thought, first he, of all, that is just so cute. And, and second he, of all, that is so my boss. Well, he got a big <laughs> kick out of it. But I have to tell you, okay, I am not a church person. And I know some people go, well, you, you don't like religion. I, he, here's the interesting story. I had sort of a... I don't want to say she was a hippie mom, but my mother um, was not the typical mother. And uh, maybe that's why I ended up the way I am. My mother was a very assertive woman, very well educated. Um, and uh, she sort of had uh, low tolerance for BS. And it was one of those interesting things where... Um, Whereas we went to, and, and people ask me from time to time what religion you are. And my answer is, I don't know. And people go like, oh, what do you mean you don't know? When I was growing up, we went to a bunch of different churches. We went here and we went there. And, you know, it's to the point where I, she exposed us to different churches, different religions and things like that. And um, I don't really, you know, and I think even if you ask my parents, I mean, uh, you know, they're not around anymore. But. I don't think they would be able to tell you, you know, what religion they were. So as a result of that, I, you know, I've gone here, I've gone there, and uh, I've never been to one of Chris's uh, sermons or whatever you call it. You know, what do you call it? What do you call what he does? Is that a sermon or He's is that a pastor? And it's a service. Okay, church service. Okay. Yeah. They have their new location right there on the South uh, Service Road, uh, you know, Veterans Memorial Parkway between 79 Salt Lake Road and um, T.R. Hughes, Billow Creek, whichever one to look at it. And I went yesterday morning, 9 o'clock service, and I have to tell you, it was really well done. And uh, for some people, I know that if you were a dyed-in-the-wool Catholic, um, you probably wouldn't like this. But uh, it was very, very, very well done. And I was like, I walked away from that going like, man, is this impressive. Have they got... I mean, even the sound system was uh, excellent. I mean, and, and to the point where he's, sta- and, you know, he's standing out in front greeting people as they came, come in. I don't know how many people, you know, most of them, I don't know who the heck they were, came up to me, hey, hey, welcome, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, it was, and, and no pressure. There was nobody like, uh, hey, well, you know, we're, you know, we're going to change your life and you just need to show up here six nights a week or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And it was really cool. I, I really came away with it from, with a real positive attitude. And it's interesting because you and I have seen the transformation where when we first met Chris, he was had moved to the area. I think he's originally from Springfield, Missouri or something like that, someplace down in the southwest. From Springfield. Mm-hmm. And he moved here with his wife with the idea of starting a church from scratch. And he started it originally in his living room and then they outgrew their living room and then they rented space at uh, what is that John Weldon John Weldon John, Elementary uh, John Weldon Elementary down there off of 94 and then they moved to the O'Fallon uh, YMCA and mm-hmm. now they bought their own building and I, I was I have to be honest with you and you know yes he's a client on the station and yes he pays his money to run his ads but if he didn't I would still say the same thing I said I was very impressed and He's an interesting guy because he, to me, is the last person who you would imagine to be a pastor. Don't you think? I do. And 
one of the things about him is he's built his church around the fact of people who are not church people because well, he was not a church people growing up. Right. And I think that that's what's interesting is that he doesn't, there's no hardcore heavy push. There's no, you know, uh, and I think sometimes the mistake that, you know, this is me, my own opinion, that religions make the mistake of they make you feel guilty that you don't go to church. You know what I mean? What? You don't go to church? You don't worship God? You know, that kind of thing. And, um, just the opposite with him. So anyway, if you get a chance, um, they did a beautiful job with this building. They did. I mean, and and it's, it's, it's a church for people who are not perfect. It's a judge-free zone. And if he said, if you're perfect, you probably won't like our church. Yeah, but on judge-free zone, Chris made fun of the clothes I was wearing yesterday, though. You wear them every day, Brad. I was kidding. He didn't. <laughs> no, I don't think he would because Chris is... How Chris is during a service, during a telephone call, during an in-person meeting, during a chamber event, that's how this man is. He is the same all the way across the board. But he doesn't put on his church voice. But he's, and he doesn't, and what, what's he doesn't put on airs. He's just Chris Highfill. But he's funny, too. I mean, he's really he's got hilarious. A, he's got a really good sense of humor. And he says he, he says things that like. Okay, that came from a pastor. And I'm not talking about he doesn't tell dirty jokes or anything like that. But he, really. he sort of makes comments that are sort of like, um, I, I, I don't know, what would you sort of call it? Like sort Maybe of be a little off color. Yeah, sort of a sarcastic sense of humor, but not in a dark way, not in a no. mean way. Sort of like he'll say things, he'll look at things that you and I will look at, and he'll say something like, yeah, well, never saw that one coming. You know what I mean? It's at a point where it's like. Wow, that's an interesting observation he just made, and it sort of makes you think. So anyway, it was a good time. If you get a chance. It was a lovely time. Grace River Church. Um, you know, you hear the ads here in the station, and I am running the right ad, Shelly. Don't tell me I'm running the wrong one. Um, and uh, they uh, Sunday, what, uh, 9 and 1030. Um, yep. And real easy to find. And not only was it, I mean, he's got a great location there. I mean, right off of, of uh, the Veterans Memorial Parkway there, and they've got people out directing traffic and you know and 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 they've actually got part of the parking lot they dedicated to first time visitors so i mean you get like treated like you know like you're a vip when you show up there for the first time it's really cool i liked it i like yeah it. it was it was truly lovely i mean you could walk in and just feel the positive vibes the band was good and the, the yes, ma- it was. the magician was really good i i like the tricks he did did you did you get your balloons no, were there balloons? Oh, sorry, they had those at the ten thirty one. Oh, do you mean I didn't get my balloons? Yeah, they had a balloon maker making a corn, crown of thorns. No, they didn't. Yes, he did. No, you're, that's BS. I'm calling BS on that. <laughs> that's BS. You're full of it. <laughs> Are you Jay because you went to the nine o'clock service and <laughs> no, not the ten thirty? You're pulling my leg. That's BS. There wasn't a balloon guy making <laughs> crown of thorns balloons. <laughs> That's that's thoroughly BS. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. But I had you going for a listen while. Listen to Shelly. She's got her game going on here this morning. She's giving me BS. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself first, she's a, a guy, a guy, a balloon guy making crowd of thorns balloons? Oh, come on. That can't be for real. <laughs> that had to be totally BS. Sorry, Chris. I just had to. I couldn't help it. You got me there, Shelly. I admit you got me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. That's, that's, 
Shelly won Brad 10,000. We're going to take a break here. We're going to play a song. And then next break, I will tell my story of getting hit by a car on Friday, which is a true story. 718. Ladies and gentlemen. Westplex 107.1. One of the naughties we play here in the station from the 2000s. It's good morning to you. 622 BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. It's BS in the morning dot show. That's our website. Okay. So Shelly and I, you had... Um, some appointments, and you were giving me something on Friday. So we met for lunch at the Freddy's there in St. Peter's on Cave Springs, uh, just east of the Cave Springs overpass, right? Correct. So I had some place to go. I was leaving, walking out of the parking lot. You were parked on one side of the parking lot. I'm on the other side of the parking lot. I'm back in the corner. I'm walking to my car, and I get hit by a car. A lady backs up and Backs right into me, not in my car, me as as Brad Pedestrian. She backs right into me, okay? And it was funny because you didn't see it happen, but I, w- I had, because I already had my keys out in my left hand, and I was walking toward, toward my car, and um, she put it in reverse and just wang back and hit me, and uh, hit me in the knee. But what was sort of weird about it is that I had my keys in my hand, and when she hit me, she pushed me backwards, and as I started to fall, I swung my left arm around, not on purpose, but just like trying to catch my balance, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And yeah. I had my keys in my hand, and I whacked the back of her car. She was driving, I think, like a Ford Edge. We had like a tailgate on it, and the key hit the back of her car and scratched and dented the back of her car because I hit it so hard. And then I sort of stumbled, never fell down, almost did. But and I'm like sort of like, did I just get hit by a car? I mean, it was one of those things was like, how the hell did that happen? So I, you know, I sort of walk around to the driver's side, and she rolls down the window, and she goes, "Did I just hit you?" And I go, "Yes, you did." And she points down at you know her on her dashboard. She says, "Well, I've got a camera. I've got one of those backup cameras, and I didn't see you." I go, "Well, I don't know what to tell you. You backed right into me, and you hit me." And she goes, "Well, I'm sorry." And she rolls up the window and leaves. <laughs> really? Yeah, she just backed out and left. <laughs> you know, I'm going like, well, that was interesting. You know, uh, and 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 I'm thinking to myself, oh, she did say, she did say, I never even knew I hit you until I heard you hit the back of my car. And I said to her, I said, well, I damaged it a little bit because I looked at it. I said, I hit, you know, I you know had my keys in my hand, and when you hit me, I started to fall backwards. And I was trying to catch my balance, and I, you know, swung my left arm out, and I had my keys in it, and I put a little, you know, dent and scratched your paint in the back. She says, I don't care. Well, that's probably because <laughs> she didn't want you to file a suit against her. And huh? then, and then I said to her, I said, Do you know who I am? And she did goes, you say that? She goes, you did not say that. Oh, I you I never s- say oh, yeah. that. I, said, I can see I said, you saying that. I said, do you know? Actually, who? I can't see you saying that, but I can see. Oh no, I, I did. I said, I said, do you know who I am? And she goes, no. I go, I'm Terry Crouppen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she left in a hurry. You know. Or um, the Brown Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't have my eye patch on at the time, so. You know. I could have been the non-eye patch guy, you know, eye patch and no eye patch. But anyway, <laughs> I got hit in the parking lot, you know, by a lady who backed up on me. And you know, normally, I, I guess you know, if you would not have scratched her car, she probably would have rolled over you. 
Well, I don't know. It's you one probably of those, wouldn't have stopped. I don't know. It's one of those crazy things. Brad Hildebrand and 25,000 lives. <laughs> yes. You're I get, a mountain lion, uh, How many dude. people can say they get you know, hit in the parking lot at a fast food place? You know, uh, But, I mean, w- what always bothers me about pedestrians in parking lots, and I've talked about this before, is that when you're a driver, you're taught to be... A defensive driver and some people are but yes. i think most people are you know uh, you know they, they look you look and you sort of think okay is that guy gonna pull out of that driveway you cover the brake i was always taught drivers ed way back when that whenever you you know uh, uh you know pass uh, pedestrians uh or somebody on a bicycle you always cover the brake and you try to you know now there's the state law that if the state you know the police or the the highway department workers are on the shoulder you're supposed to you know vacate that lane close to the shoulder that kind of stuff but what always has driven me crazy is when you go to the shopping center, you have people that just walk out in front of you at the crosswalks. Yeah, now, do. I get it that they have the right of way and you're supposed to yield to them. But my point being is, how do you know that I'm not some crazy weird guy who's just came, you know, just came off of, you know, a three day bender and I'm drunk out of my skull and I'm going to, you know, Wally World and I'm not stopping for you in the try in the crosswalk because you know what? I'm inebriated or not paying attention and I'm gonna put you up in my hood. You know? And it happens to me all the time that I'll be in a shopping center and people will just walk right out in front of me. Yeah. And I'm my think- precious has little can little um with her cameras, she's got like noisemakers. If you have like for pedestrians. For the rear and the side and the front. So pedestrians, like it does, it, it picks up pedestrians? Yes. If something comes behind my car when I'm backing up, it'll well, make a noise. The reason I think that you as a pedestrian, you know, on a street or in a shopping center use extra caution is because guess what? If you have an encounter with a car or a truck, you're gonna you be will the, lose. Yeah, you're going to lose. There's no two ways about that. In your car, you might have a better chance. But if you get you know, hit by a car or a truck and you're a pedestrian, you are definitely going to have some kind of repercussions in the form of injuries or, you know, unfortunately, death. Every once in a while you hear about somebody who's killed in a parking lot, you know, shopping center or something like that. You know, somebody backed over them like me. <laughs> so, so how are you feeling now? Well, my knee, aside. well I'm, you know, it's one of those things my knee did hurt. That was Friday. It did hurt Saturday. I mean, I, you know, you know. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to the hospital or anything like that. I mean, luckily, I caught my balance and I didn't fall, you know, because when you get to be like 84 like me, you know, if you fall, I could have broken my hip and, you know, and then a week later, I'd be dead, you know? You are a delicate flower, sir. That's right. Anyway, uh, that's my story of getting hit by a car in the parking lot at Freddy's in St. Peter's. So how many people can tell that story, right? Um, well, I actually got hit by a car in Pasta House in North County. Well, that happens all the time at Pasta House. You know, I mean, that's no big <laughs> yeah, deal. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I mean, She's like, oh, my God. You know, in fact, they have. Are you okay? They have a, I can't believe I hit you. They have a scoring system, you know, where, where you know, you know how they, you know, if you get hit the Pasta House restaurant parking lots, you know, you get certain points for how you hit the pedestrians. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Well, they never had that in the, in the employee manual. That was one of the many part-time jobs I had. Right. Pasta House. Yep. She was one of the spaghetti makers. No, I don't cook. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a break at 720. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am Brad. She is Shelly. And by the way, uh, a couple things uh, I want to mention that I got the name of the bar wrong in the Florida Keys. I said it was Remington's. It's actually called The Bull, The Whistle, and The Garden of Eden. 
This is the so uh, which is which is the Garden of Eden on top. Yes, yeah, so this is the restaurant. This is the the three floor. <laughs> so they they hand out fig leaves. Yeah, well, they don't hang out fig leaves. They hang out nothing. Uh, they uh, and people wear nothing. Uh, this is the bar that Shelley worked at down in Florida Keys. And the first floor is a nice restaurant. Second floor is a nice bar, and the third floor is like a sun deck with clothing clothing optional. I think the first floor is called the Bowl. The second floor is called the Whistle, and the third floor is called the Garden of Eden, where it's clothing optional and that's where Shelly used to work she was a topless waitress there so anyway um and I ask you if anybody knows me out there can you really see that that's happening can you tell well it didn't happen now but it was in your earlier life I'm not full of bs it's a true story okay now here's one I'll, I'll throw this out to the listeners so let's see if people will have an opinion of this and we'll just essentially uh matter of fact we'll tell the setup this break and then the next break will tell what happened okay so shelly don't say anything and don't laugh or anything like that because if you laugh you'll give it away that it's bs so shelly and i were together on saturday working on a project and a man approached us with a gun and accused us of trespassing now is that bs or is that a true story shelly knows the answer I know the answer, but we'll let the listeners ponder that and say, okay, where were Brad and Shelley on Saturday where an armed citizen approached them and accused them of trespassing? Did I give that a good enough explanation, Shelley? I don't know. Is it BS or is it true? <laughs> you know the answer, right? <laughs> you do know the answer, <laughs> right? So... Anyway, we'll let people ponder that, and we'll be back with the answer. And people are going to go like, like, okay, that has to be BS. I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll. You just never know. We'll let you know in a few. You'll know how. You know when we tell you. It's seven forty-two. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Playing the Pussycat Dolls. Yes. She's not supposed to talk right now. She's talking. She shouldn't. That Karen. She's always trying to get in on the radio, right? She is. Yeah, that's so. She's a radio hog, that's but she's what, lovely. That, that's one of my favorite songs. I like that. I've always liked that song. Although, have you ever seen, have you ever seen them back when they were on Oprah or I, um, I, any of the daytime talk shows? Well, I read something that they're going to get back together again. The Pussycat Dolls. Really? Yes, I read that somewhere. Maybe I'm here. Let me see if I can look at that real quick. Anyway, um, that's one of my uh, my uh, 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 very successful edit jobs because. <laughs> yes, it is kind of naughty. <laughs> yeah, that particular song has several parts in it where they drop some uh, words which we can't say in the radio. So anyway. Yeah, but um, Shelly says every day. Yeah. That yeah. uh, who says every day? Me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She says, you know what Shelly says every day? She's not supposed to say. What? Clean car. What? <laughs> Never mind. What am I supposed to What? what? Never mind. Okay. What would um, you say? I didn't hear you. I don't don't worry about it, okay? It's no big deal. Okay. Um Shelly and I'm sure I it was funny. We're working in a project. We talked about this last break and you have to declare if this is BS or not, okay? Okay. Shelly and I were working on a project actually we were finishing a project on saturday and we were at an undisclosed location in st charles county sort of in a rural area not too many people around sort of in the middle of nowhere and you have to determine if what i say is bs or not we were approached by an armed man who accused us of trespassing did that happen or did that not shelly 
Did it Are happen? Are you asking me? Well, I mean, has anybody responded? Oh, yeah, yeah, tons of people. Everybody said it was BS. And That's not BS. It was true, wasn't it? <laughs> it was an absolute true, true happening, yeah. You and I were at a location uh, finishing up a project, and a guy drives up in a pickup truck and gets out of his truck, and he's got a great big monster gun you know, it was a huge yes, gun. Strapped I'm not to, lying. Strapped to his his hip on his on open his belt, carry. open carry, and approaches us and wanting to know what, why we're there, and what we're doing, and will we leave quick? Uh, and uh, turned out he was a very nice guy. I engaged him, not <laughs> with weapons, but explained to him what we were doing and you know why we were there and we were finishing up a project and blah 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 blah. Turned out to be a very nice guy, and he actually I said to him. I said, man, what kind of gun is that? And he pulls it out and lets me hold it, which I thought was interesting. I'm going like, because I which told him. most people don't do. Yes, I told him I was a gun guy. And he pulls out this big old monster Smith & Wesson Performance Series 357 Magnum and says, hey, take a look. And I'm going like, wow, what a gun. Eight shot. Yeah, eight shot. I mean, this thing was probably, I mean, it probably weighed, and I'm not exaggerating, those big guns, uh, probably a couple pounds. And, you know, keep in mind, nowadays, everybody's trying to get these small concealed carry guns guns which weigh like you know 10 12 14 ounces you know yep, real I small little guns yeah and uh, so he's got this big old monster hog leg 380 or not 380 a 357 magnum so yeah anyway was huge. that was a true story and it really did happen and it was you know i don't know about you shelly but when he originally got out of his truck and i saw the gun i thought to myself oh this is not a good situation <laughs> i did not see the gun until you made mention i of saw it. it right away i mean how could you miss it i mean you know i mean and it, he was facing because i was focused on what i was doing and then i well i was going to move my car because i was parked in the driveway and i thought maybe i was blocking him well the interesting thing was and you'd have to know where we're at he came up from behind us yeah, and, he did. And we didn't realize there was a back way into where we were. We thought the little road we were on was a dead end, and we were we had come in off of it, off of the road, off of the 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 street, the road, highway, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I was moving my truck around, and Shelly moved her car, and she blocked the road. And up comes this guy in a truck from behind us, and I'm going like, okay, first off, where did he come from? He gets I out know. of his he gets out of his truck. First thing I notice is this monster gun, uh, you know, that's on his hip. It's uh, you know he's got a show he's got a uh, you know belt out you know uh, OWB as they call it uh, out, outside the waistband holster, and uh, it was. It was, uh, it was, you know, I can't believe you didn't see it right away because it was to the point where it's like, man, how could you it was, miss? It was a sight. How could you miss that gun? So, <laughs> so yes, that was true. And that was another escapade of uh, Brad and Shelly. So let me think. On Friday, I get hit by a car in the parking lot at Freddy's. On Saturday, we have a guy approach us with a big old monster gun. And, you, have, you know, and, and the reason being is he explained, let me, you know, I mean, he turned out to be a very nice guy. He was a very nice man, yeah. Um, this is sort of a weird story, but we were on a piece of property there. We were retrieving some, I don't want to necessarily tell too much about it because people are going like, anyway, we had, we were retrieving some stuff that was ours. Okay. Does that sound right, Shelley? Yes. Okay. We exactly were picking right. up some things that were ours and it turned out that this piece of property we were on was a small piece of property within, what did he say? 700 acres? 
Yeah. And, I mean, and this is in St. Charles literally County. Literally all of St. Charles well, County. Well, yeah, it's a big monster place. And he said there was a 70-acre lake. And he's the caretaker for this property. And yeah. he lives on this property. And there's some other people that have some very nice houses. And he said they had like a 70-acre lake and the whole bit. But he and someone, he said, he told us, someone had called him and said, hey, there's some people up there stealing stuff. So he approached us, and he was not in a positive frame of mind when he got out of the truck because he thought he we were stealing stuff off the property and it turned out that then he realized it wasn't his property or there wasn't part of the property that he was caretaker from but also realized that we were legit and we were doing what we should be doing and we weren't stealing anything that is true did, did, did i describe that properly absolutely <laughs> My dad used to tell the story that um, my dad, um, uh, the last job he had, he worked there for 25, 26 years. Old. He, uh, 26 years. He was the campus civil, civil engineer for SIU Edwardsville. And um, when they bought the, well, they didn't buy the property. The state of Illinois uh, took a great big hunk of property for the university over there, and they and and they they took it by eminent domain. There was a lot of uh, people on their property, um, and weren't happy about losing their property. There's some beautiful houses on this on this what's now the campus for SIU Edwardsville. And my dad was a a, a civil engineer, and also he did surveying. And he told me the story of one day. I don't remember him coming home and telling the story when I was a kid that. Uh, he was, him and his crew were surveying, and all of a sudden they hear what sounds like, um, if you know this sound, a, a pump action shotgun sounds like somebody chambering around. You know, like they're just, really? yeah, so, you know, and he yeah, thought, and because yeah. my, my dad being a gun guy saying, that sounded like a shotgun. Somebody, and they turned around, and there's a farmer who's behind them on the property they're surveying, which was in the process of being taken over by the university. And the farmer says, get the blank off my property. And my father looked at him and said, sir, uh, you know, we're with the university and this is part of the property. And he says, it ain't your property yet, so get the blank off. So they got in their truck and they left. <laughs> because he was being, you know, essentially forced off his property, which was sad. I always hate that eminent domain law. You know, I know, you know. I know. So, but and my and dad. And they don't give him any money for it. No, they they pay him fair market value. But once again, I mean, see, it, once again, if if I had my right way, how can you put a fair market value on a on a property that's been in your in your family well, for that, they, that's, years before you were that's, ever that's, ever even born? That's priceless. That's the problem. The problem is they just essentially say, eh, property in this area sells for X amount per acre, square foot, whatever the you know, if it depending on how big the property is, and they essentially say, okay, it's you know thirty thousand dollars a square foot, uh, or, or thirty thousand dollars an acre. You've got ten acres. We're going to pay you three hundred thousand dollars. And you may say, well, that's not right, you know. And they may say, hey, too bad. This is the law. You know, uh, take it or leave it but guess what we're taking your property which i think is wrong my opinion on that i would agree be, with that it I, would I, be, I don't agree with that well eminent domain should be times 10 so in other words if you have yeah thirty thousand dollars an acre and you have three hundred thousand you know they're going to give you three hundred thousand i say they should give you three million and then you can say okay fine i'll take that you know and you can walk away because the problem is so many times you know fair market value is not necessarily what you know, you could sell it for on the open market. And the problem is once... It's like the Kelly Blue Book. Well, there's trade-in value. There's 
Um, well, the the the, the problem the car is worth. The problem comes down to this. The problem comes down to and like for example, the people in Bridgeton when they announced they were going to put the new runway in there. Okay, yes. all of a sudden, guess what? There's only one buyer for the property, and that's the city of St. Louis with the airport. And you know when you when you take the competitive bidding uh, aspect out of. Uh, any kind of transaction, I mean, it just drives the price down, you know, to the point where if if there were 10 people that wanted to buy your house in Bridgeton, and it's just, you know, like, you you know, you and I deal with real estate agents. We've got Angie Harness here on the radio station, and what she tell us right now, what most real estate agents tell us, they can't get enough listings because of the fact that the you know the market is so hot that people will put their market on their house on the market and literally sell it the same day sometimes yes. there's bidding wars you know like they're saying hey you know we're going to put the market uh, the house on the market for $300,000 and there may be five or six contracts and you know and it may be to the point where somebody you know says well I'll give you 320 and somebody else says, well I'll give you 330 so in other words it's 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 the you know the capitalism kicks in but when it gets to the point where they're annexing your property or they're you know taking it to eminent domain the only buyer is the state the federal government government, the city, whoever's trying to, you know, eminent domain it. And that way there's no competitive bidding. So anyway, that's a whole nother stupid story. We take a last break and we're doing, we're doing the Howard Stern thing here. We're going overtime and we'll be right back. It is, why are you laughing at that? Just because Howard Stern. <laughs> that's what he did. He did. I can't get my mouse to work right here. Come on. Uh, you know, he never, you know, same, same thing with JC. By the way, I heard him last week. I listened to him again on Thursday morning. Um, Who, Howard Stern? No, no, JC Corcoran. Uh, we'll talk oh, about okay. that tomorrow. 803. Man, I'm not in my game this morning. Something wrong with me. It must be Monday, huh? But although I like it Monday. It is Monday. TGIM, brother. TGIM. Okay, that's going to do it for Shelly and I, BS in the Morning. Uh, our website, if you want to check it out, bsinthemorning.show. The station website is... Westplex1071.com. If you want to uh, listen to our podcasts uh, on uh, on uh, you know your normal platforms, you can go to bradbs.com. That'll take you to the uh, podcasts. If you are an Apple person, if you have the Apple app on your phone, I believe it works as well. Uh, if you have like a iPad or even like a desktop, a Mac, uh, iOS system, uh, if you go to podcastbs.com, it'll take you right there. And at least I know for a fact on the iPhone and on the iPad, it'll actually spawn the uh, the uh, uh, um, app if you have it, and you'll go right to our page. Uh, that's going to do it. Any parting words? Yeah, I just wanted to thank Allen's Tree Service for sponsoring the studio. You guys are great. And um, it's going to be a wonderful Monday. What's the weather going to be like today, Brad? Pretty decent day. Some uh, rain coming around 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, temperature is supposed to be 56, which is going to be great because if you know what's going on later in the week, it's going to get cold, 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 cold. Cold, so, cold, 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 cold. So but in, that's not today. So yes. today is going to be an amazing day. Go out, make some good moments, and have some peace. And that will do it for us. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Westplex 107.1. It is, oh, you know what? I screwed up. Man, I'm really messing up this morning. Okay. Bravo, Brad. Now is the time for the, or no, hold it. I should let Shelly do this. Oh, Carrie, are you going to do this? No, or? I don't like it when I do it. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like it when you do it? I've been a good boy all morning long. I haven't done anything bad to you. I know, and and I know that that's kind of, you know, eating at you a little bit. <laughs> well, you know what, Shelly, uh, she won't say this, but she, uh, there's a rumor that I'm the best guy around. And uh, Shelly, what do you think about that? Oh, okay, okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> and now the most famous man in St. Charles steps up to the microphone and says. <laughs> and says, see, I knew that you couldn't 
that, that you just couldn't couldn't help yourself. And, I knew it. And 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 you know, and yesterday, uh, Shelley, after she went to church at Grace River, she did some consulting for the government, and she came up with the conclusion that. Oh. <laughs> what did I come up with the conclusion as? Okay, it's time for Caleb, Brad. It's 8.08. And you know what? It's one of those things where if you don't believe this, uh, 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 Tiffany did this for me. Uh, you know how you can wake some people up in the middle of the night and they'll say crazy stuff? Uh, Tiffany, her daughter, went into Shelly's uh, bedroom one night and woke her up and said, Mom, 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 wake up. And Shelly said... <laughs> Goodbye, Brad. Everybody have a great day. Peace. And now the most important man in St. Charles County steps into the microphone and says...